Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Yes, my next guest is living proof that anything is possible throughout her life. She's faced countless battles and still comes back stronger than ever. She was diagnosed with a life-threatening infection as a baby, which left her ill throughout childhood, required her to have steel rods in her back and almost prevented her from walking altogether. This remarkable woman not only walked, but she ran a marathon, no less, with Team Carry, all to raise much-needed funds for a local boy who was in need of a wheelchair. On the first day of a new job, she came face-to-face with another life or death situation when the bank she was working at was held up at gunpoint. No matter what adversity life throws at her, not only does she bounce back, but despite suffering her own daily pain, she manages to always be reaching out to help others through a Facebook page aimed at supporting women. I am absolutely thrilled to have Natalie Kelly join me on Monday Motivation. How are you doing, Natalie? Well, Sinead, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I know you're a little bit nervous and you're a little bit sort of, why is the spotlight being shone on me? Which I know, I completely understand why you're feeling a bit... I was laughing because you were saying like, oh, uh, I'll have you in for an interview and I was thinking, oh God, not in the studio. No, but it wasn't because of the kind of virus. I was saying because I did not want to have to wear makeup or put on a mask. (laughs) Listen, I hear you. You know, I hear you. We're getting used to this. This is the way of life at the minute. <laughs> but, no. you know, I, I've just outlined some of the, the fair share of challenges and, and hardships that you've had right from the very beginning. Life was a battle for you, Natalie. Tell me what happened when you were born. You were diagnosed with a life-threatening condition as a baby. Yeah, so I was only three months old and I wasn't kind of taking um, my food as usual, like my bottles and um, my mom kind of persevered with the doctor because he was saying, oh, she's just a fussy baby or whatever. But it ended up I had um, I had to be rushed to um, Navin, it was at the time, and then to Crumlin Hospital because I had um, a thing called osteomyelitis in my back. So basically it was like an infection and it had travelled through my system and, and it just kind of stayed in my spine. And it was literally millimetres from um, my spinal cord when they discovered it. But at that stage, a lot of damage had been done. I had three or four discs that were completely dis- like just dissolved from the infection. So um, I'd made a surgery then. I had two ribs taken out and put into my back to try and stabilise it. And I was in a cast for about, I think, about 10 months then. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, so they used to have to take off the cast and put it back on because I was growing, obviously, as mm. a baby. And then I'd have to be sedated to put on the cast. And then like I could go another couple of weeks and then the same thing. So... I actually was in Crumlin like for probably the first year or two of my life. My mum, like back then, they didn't have beds where you could stay with your children. She'd leave me up there and it was quite hard on my parents, mm. you know. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously you don't remember that part of it, but what's your earliest re- memory? Would it involve pain? 
My earliest memory probably, um, I do have like the smell of the hospital, like that's still, I still associate that smell of a hospital with different things. Like mm. obviously when I got older and I was having surgery when um, I was in, like after the surgery, they'd have to move you every couple of hours like um, in the bed. And I remember like sending my parents down the corridor because I was afraid in my life that they'd hear me screaming. Like I, those things stay with you as a child that you shouldn't really have to kind of deal with. But um you know, I'm the other side of it now and stuff like that. But I do have like good, lots of really, like a really good childhood and lots of really good memories. But I suppose coming in is a big part of my life as well. Till I was 18, I attended there. Yeah. And, you know, you, so as, as a 12 year old, you know, you're sending your parents down the hall so they wouldn't endure your suffering. So, you know, even from that age, you were kind of always sort of thinking of, of, of others. Is that something that's just been in you? I was always one of those kids, you know, that had like a bandaged up bird in the garage that I was hoping would come back to life. I was that sort of a kid, like, um, I think probably being the oldest one as well. And maybe going through stuff in your life, you do like the pain and stuff that you do have more of an awareness of people and of real kind of, you know, you're a bit more sensitive, I suppose. And with sensitivity comes anxiety and lots of other things, but it also comes empathy and a lot of like wanting to help or, you know, that sort yeah. of thing side of it so I think I've always kind of had that like my granddad used to call me nurse Natalie <laughs> I've always wanted to be a nurse so it never happened because of my back and stuff so I would have had those kind of probably traits from very young you know Oh absolutely and you have it in spades which we are going to get to but you know when did you ever think you know when you were you know 12 years of age and having to go through this did you ever sit there and just think why me like why is this happening to me like most kids you'd forgive them for having a tantrum or an L kick and scream did that ever happen with you? Yeah, like I would have went through, like probably, you know, when I was younger, like I used to say, like, why me sometimes? Or what in my late teens, early 20s, I think I went through that as well, like of a bit like um, kind of rebellion, I suppose, stage. But I think when I look at my siblings, I always think like I'd rather me than them. And I think that's something that has always like if I did feel like that, I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter because it's me. I'd rather it be me than them. And the same even now, like there's times like all week I haven't been great, but um, I've said oh, an odd time I might say to my husband like oh it's not fair why like me but it, quickly you see something online or you hear someone's story and you snap right back to why not you get on with it you know that sort of a way like you have to because if not you could just dwell in it all and you can't really do that in life you wouldn't get for her I know absolutely God I, I just think you're incredible because not only the, this physical situation with you but you literally stared death down the barrel of a shotgun as well Natalie obviously extremely traumatic dramatic experience for you what was it going through your mind when you're staring down the barrel of a gun as raiders hold up a bank that you're working in I just I just remember on the day like I'd literally only started that morning and they had told me the codes of the door as they do with security banks they have the codes either side of the door and I just remember being like um, I can't remember the second code to get out mm. you know and straight away like um, everybody left the whole bank and I was the only one that stayed and I think I'm that sort of a person that I will stay in a situation and like it's afterwards that it will affect me but I kind of react well enough in a situation so I just remember saying I have to give them as much as we can and get them out of here just as quick as I can you know to help not make sure that nobody else gets hurt because I mean it was a pretty scary situation like to be in for everybody even the customers of the bank. Absolutely I mean you know would you say going through this kind of thing has made you stronger tougher? Yeah like I think 
everybody has different situations in life that they come across and you, you can you can kind of look at it two ways you can let it break you or you can react a different way and try and like grow from it and like you know we're all only human and there's times where like I will let things break me but I try my best to try and get back up and you know and get on with it and if you can like obviously trying to have my children I had five IVF so mm. I never have a problem talking to anybody about helping them with their, their situation because I can advise on what happened with me so things like that like okay it was tough going through all those IVF but I know for a fact I've helped one or two people on their road to getting a child and that kind of helps when you look back and go well if I hadn't gone through that I might not have been able to help that person and they mightn't be where they are today so it does kind of make it goes in roundabouts, I suppose. It absolutely does. And you came to our attention back in 2017 because, again, putting somebody else first and you felt compelled to help a little boy called John get a wheelchair. And this was an incredible journey, not uh, just the act of helping John, but for you, the woman with steel rods on her back, told she might never walk, you ran a marathon, which was incredible. But tell me, how did it feel crossing that finish line because I understand as well the doctors a couple of days beforehand were like Natalie do not do this yeah like I was advised kind of I obviously I was after doing 500 plus miles of training and I had like really good support team with team Carrie and then a few really good friends within that team as well that were really supporting me but obviously I had to have regular physio and like I was you know I didn't know what was going to kind of happen on the day um, and a couple of days before, like my doctor was like, I really don't know if you should be doing this. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody in your situation, number one, and number two, of anybody in your situation doing a marathon. Like, so, um, but when you cross that finish line, you know, like I had John's name written on my arm, and I remember mm. looking down and going, I did it for you. And like, it's just, you have every feeling, like pride, emotion. You know, you look at your phone, you've all these messages going, I can't believe it. And your husband's like delighted with it, and your kids are, you know, it's just, I don't know. I can't describe it. It's you have to have done a marathon nearly to feel yeah. that feeling. Like oh yeah, absolutely. and you stand at the finish line and you'll get that feeling and you'll want to do one. But, Absolutely. Um, so this you know, this is brilliant. something that you obviously go back to time and time again and you continue now your amazing work helping women through this page that I'm so privileged by the way to be a member of. It's called Draw Handed Dolls. Tell me about the page and what inspired you to set it up. So just kind of around that time that I'd done the marathon for um, John, the reason why I'd kind of taken up the running at the time was because I was my child, so there was a kind of a question around my child's health, which is fine now, but um, I had a lot of anxiety. And I remember I went off Facebook for about six months. And because every time I was on Facebook, I was like scrolling through all this kind of, you know, you'd see a lot of negativity of yeah. people fighting. And I just was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't handle this and everything else. So when I kind of came back to Facebook, I was like, I'd love to set up this page where it was just for people, like-minded people who just wanted to like be kind. Because what's the point in life, you know, mm. other than that? I was kind of thinking, my, one of my first posts I was looking at last night was, you know, like our grandmothers, they're sitting on the wall in the yellow batter and, Mary, have you any sugar like till Friday till you get paid or whatever? And that sort of, but because our careers and children are going to school and neighbours don't really get to see each other, there's a sense of community that's kind of fading but we can get it back by kind of doing it on the virtual side, which is the online side. Now, oh, I would absolutely. have always done like the random act of kindness with my kids. Like if we're in a restaurant, get them to colour a picture and give it out to somebody. Just somebody maybe eating alone to cheer them up. And the kids love that. And I do stuff like that with my dad all the time. Like we love going around and doing little good acts with people. Yeah. Like it's just something we love seeing the reactions. 
But this was kind of more about trying to help the women in the community. Like, And I remember when I set it up, it was the end of 2016, early 17. And I was thinking to myself, I'd be lucky to get 100 people on this. Like, And now, like two years, maybe three years later, there's literally 5,300 amazing, strong, kind women like that. That's so intelligent and respectful to each other. It just makes me so happy. Like, Oh, it's just fantastic. It really, really is. It's a brilliant, brilliant page. And recently, very recently, you guys through the page have done something incredible for Draw the Homeless Aid. Tell me about this. Yeah, so the page, like it gets about a thousand posts a month and there is maybe 15, I looked up at the figures, 15,000 comments, 25,000 or 15,000 comments and 25,000 reactions. And there doesn't be a bad word. I think I've only ever had to delete like two or three people. Mm. But the only real which is to have compassion, respect. And they're the type of girls, like you literally put something up, like a woman put up the other day about her cot, she needed a cot, and 50 women ran to her rescue. So I was lying on the case last week because I had a really bad back spasm. And um, I was looking through the online and I read about that story about the homeless aid um, needing a new cooker. And obviously I couldn't really kind of do anything physically and I, I, I can't access physio at the moment. So I'm really suffering. Like, But um, I was saying to myself, like, I'm really frustrated that I can't go out there and do anything. But at the same time, I can do it online. So I put up a post just saying, girls, what do you think about kind of raising 500 euro towards the cooker? And like, they didn't let me down. Literally, like within an hour, we had the 500 euro for the homeless aid. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely so like, amazing. And it's growing as we speak as well, That that which is fantastic. So this is what this is all about. And this is your work, Natalie. You know, this is, it, it's it's unbelievable. But, you know, when you overcome so many challenges in your life, you have to learn something about yourself going through them. What have you learned about yourself? I think like, I mean, years ago, I used to kind of feel like I used to be ashamed of my back and stuff like that and different things. I used to like to kind of talk about it a lot. And look, I'm doing the opposite now, but <laughs> I think, I think like, um, as you get older, you kind of, I don't know, you, you, you kind of learn from your experiences. And I do think that a lot of what I've learned is there's no point in being anything other than kind. If you can help someone, help them. You know, there's no, there's no real, like, there's no real, I don't know what's the word, I suppose, magic thing mm. that you have to, it's just be nice and like I, I'll give anyone the shirt off my back if I could it was and I think a lot of people on this group as well they do do the same you know absolutely and like you know there's there's so many there is like you you know your kindness has sparked like just a flood a flood Natalie of messages as I'm talking to you even here there is so much even on the Facebook as well you're an amazing kind funny sweet woman superwoman of Monaster Boys Uh, the power of the mind well done beautiful person well done heart of gold absolutely incredible person not all superheroes wear capes go girl so I could go on and on and on here I really could it's it's overwhelming watching the amount of uh, messages that's coming in here but just to finish up Natalie because I think um, we always finish up Monday Motivation asking asking this question but um, if you could go back to young Natalie age 12 sending her parents down the hall whilst you're in agony you can't change anything about that life that you're going to lead but you can impart some words of wisdom to that Natalie going through that what would you say to her? When you said this question to me, I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> but I actually, when I, 
one thing happened to me years ago when I was standing at a swim pool in school and I had scars obviously on my back from all my surgeries and someone shouted at me, oh my God, look at Natalie's back, all the scars. And that changed me, like it changed mm. me not for the good, it changed me for the worse, I suppose. But looking back now, I probably, if I could go back to that moment, I would probably put my arms around that scared girl and say, like, those scars mean you're stronger than whatever tried to hurt you. And to be proud of them, because one day it'll motivate you to do good in the world. And I hope anyone that's been through anything, no matter what it is, and it's left a scar, that they will kind of get motivated to do better because of it. Well, Natalie, absolutely, you've completely nailed that. That is for sure. You're just an unbelievable woman. You really, really are. Remind people how we can help you through Drada Dolls and raise uh, even more money for Drada Homeless Aid. How can we do that? So there's a GoFundMe. It's just simply type in Drada Dolls or if you're a doll, sorry, man. The amount of men requests I've actually gotten the last few days has been unbelievable. <laughs> no, they're not allowed. They're not allowed. <laughs> no men, no men. They're not, they're not men bashers or anything. No. It's just an all-women kind of zone. But um, anyway, yeah, if you go to the Drada Dolls on the GoFundMe or there's loads of links being shared on Facebook. I put one up on the LMFM as well. Yeah, we have it there. We do indeed, yeah, under your fabulous picture with your medal and we will continue to share that as well. But uh, listen, Natalie... Like, there's literally only 1,200 euros to go. There's 40,000 people in Drada a fiver from 250 of them and we'll have it so absolutely <laughs> absolutely well listen thank you so so much for joining me on the show have a great day and the best of luck with the rest of the fundraising thanks a million Sinead. even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 